Bonjour amigos, welcome back to the fishbowl. I'm Bob, that's Fishby over there on the bass. Our 10-year-old executive producer just told me something pretty profound that I was completely unaware of. It's not an Isaiah quote-unquote fact, it's more of a quote-unquote opinion. But did you know that 7-Up is like the Gucci of, uh, of carbonated beverages? 7-Up is the, is the Gucci of, uh, of carbonation, hot, uh, hot lead fish be. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm just lucky to be here. Uh, if one of the questions in the fishbowl reads, hey, Bob, what hurts? Uh, the answer is, uh, oh, I don't know, everything. <laughs> just, you, you ever have those days where just, where just everything hurts? And I, I don't want your pity here. I, I'm not saying this so, so you feel sorry for me. I, I assure you that, uh, that I will be fine. Uh, it's not. It's. It's not like that kind of thing. But like it. But just, you, you know what I'm talking about. Like just. Just you know. Like we're okay. But still. Uh, well. Well. Being okay. Two things are true. Uh, you're. You're. You're all right. But. Uh, just. Just. Just from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. Just. Uh, just. Just everything. Everything. Everything is just wrong. So. Anyways, we'll be fine. What could possibly go wrong? I mean, I've got uh, I've got a microphone in front of me. We got Fish B right there, and the executive producer's over there drinking the Gucci soda. Seven Up. <laughs> uh, it's it's come a long way from being the Uncola, hasn't it? Did you did you know that Seven Up's a fucking Gucci? Uh, I I had no idea. I I remember a time when it was uh, the Uncola. Uh, One of the first lemon lime products on the market. No, we're not going to do an entire show about 7-Up, although now I kind of feel like it, don't you? Remember the commercial with the Caribbean fella? And the Caribbean fella, I don't remember what the Caribbean fella would say, but he would talk about 7-Up and point out that it was the Uncola. Children of, uh, of the 80s. Um... Based on last night's just roaring success, can we call it anything less than a than just a roaring, just just a smashing, just an absolutely uh, impeccable display of podcast audio magic that was seven questions in however fucking long it takes? That was that was a real audio adventure, wasn't it? That was that was fun for the whole crew. Something the entire team can agree upon is we sure nailed it yesterday. We, we hit that puppy uh, 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 so far out of the park uh, that, that people are, people are, people are uh, uh, building igloos of dog shit in their front yards. It's kind, of uh, 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 kind of a way to celebrate it. Uh, uh, some, 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 some amazing days have, have Christmas trees and, and lights. Uh, other amazing days have uh, people spontaneously building igloos of dog shit in their front yard. <laughs> Yesterday was one of those. So let's uh, let's rat a tat tat at it. Remove uh, the fishbowl of doom's sombrero, and get to question one. Six questions in a fishbowl. My name is Bob. Uh, the show doesn't usually sound like this, but we're uh, we're making it work. This is, this is, you know what, 
This is very similar to how the show sounded when we, at, at the very beginning of it, when, uh, when it was beta for like the first year of this and like five people in the world knew about it as we kind of ironing out the kinks. Uh, question one, Fishby, why are you taking so long? I mean, I've been ready this whole time. I've been focused. I've, my mental acuity, I am, I am, I, I am sharp as, 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 as the smallest penis in San Quentin. Tell you that. That's that's how sharp I am. Sharp is the smallest penis in San Quentin. Just making shit up. Don't know what it means. Just moving along with it. Is is there a question? I've been ready this whole time. Is there something? There is? Okay, alright. It's it's already in my hands, you say. Fair enough. Now that Spike Lee is also imploring protesters to stop saying, quote, defund the police, unquote. Will anyone listen? God, let's hope so. We've said it before. I'll say it again. I understand, because this shit is important. I, and people are much more likely to listen to Spike Lee than moi, and I, frankly, I can't imagine why. But this is important. Uh, the Republicans, and more importantly, the Trump Republicans and the commander in toddler, Dawn, is going to... I mean, he is... I mean, he is a toddler in chief, sure, but his profession is real estate promoter, or at least it used to be before it was corrupt politician. Now it, it was real estate promoter. And as a real estate promoter, he has a certain knack for tapping into the essence of something and then being able to either negatively or positively brand it. And well, it doesn't affect like normal people, it does affect a good 40, 50 percent of, uh, of our fellow human beings. Apparently, he taps into the real zeitgeist, the just, just, just the essence of, of something somehow. And you know what? It's like the Republicans couldn't have come up with a better slogan themselves to describe the righteous movement in the Democratic Party, when people talk about defunding the police, what they mean is reimagining, reinventing, you know, what is police work in the community? And are there some things that the police, you know, all that shit, all that. We've been there. We've done that. Let's let's get on to the more important point here. It's as if the Republicans came up with it. The Democrats want to defund the police. And based on what we saw in Georgia less than a week ago when Georgia tried to vote and that absolute shit show, and how come every time there's an election, we got to see on the news, talk about Black Lives Matter, how come every time there's an election on the news, we've got to watch a line of of poor people that goes for hours every single time. 2020, we can't get elections right. Look who's running Georgia.
So if you were to take just a American to American comparison, the only difference being uh, one is a one is a white person and one one is a person of color. Uh, and you just what what was the average voting experience of just that group? Uh, you know what the answer is there. So you know who votes? Old white people. All of them. All of them vote. Old white people. And you know the kind of phrase that's going to get old white people to vote for Dawn? Is the fear that Democrats want to do something crazy like defund the police. I'm not saying the following statement is true, but I'm not saying the following statement is false either. And I'm not really in the prediction business unless for the times that I am. But I don't know about you, but I would not be stunned if we find out at some point that hashtag defund the police originally came from a Russian computer or a Russian proxy or the GRU, right? Just saying, I'm just saying, it's a dumb thing to say. Please stop saying defund the police. Say what you mean. Trump couldn't have come up with a better slogan himself than defund the police. I mean, that is so substantially superior to Sleepy Joe. What are you doing? You trying to hand this thing to Don? It's not like the future of our republic depends on the election in 2020. We are headed down a path that if we continue to go for another four years, God fucking help us. This election is important. It's going to take the next president four years just to clean up the mess that Don has made. What's on your agenda? Undoing Don is on my agenda. Are there other questions? There are, there, there's five more? Holy, holy, holy Toledo. Just a... All right, so this is uh, the second of them. Have you watched the new Dave Chappelle Netflix special? In my world, this just dropped. In my world, this is free. It's on Netflix's comedy channel uh, on YouTube. You don't even you don't even need uh, Netflix to uh, to watch it right now if you don't if you don't subscribe. I have not had a chance to see it yet. I look forward to watching it. It's it's recorded uh, post uh, George Floyd death in um, in Ohio, and and the crowd is like social distance and it's outside, but. Uh, yeah, I look, I look forward to watching that. The last few days, or really the last week and a half, I've been streaming uh, The International Sensation, and I tried to watch it once before. It, it's on the English version of Netflix as Money Heist, but it's a Spanish series, La Casa de Papel, or something similar sounding to that. Uh... The Paper House in, in Spanish or, 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 or Money Heist in English. And, and I was discouraged the first time I went to watch it because 
it autom- at, le- at least my settings were, it, it automatically played me the English dub version, which looked, I, I'm not watching a 1970s Kung Fu flick. It, 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 lo- it looked ridiculous. But if, if you watch it in Spanish, with the English subtitles, there's, they're, they're, they're four seasons into it now, but, but Money Heist is, um, that's a real romp. Um, it, it is, it is a little cheesy at times, sure, um, but not so much cheese is more a little, a little, little campiness to it, but it's also, I mean, there's, there, there, there's a few romance stories, but it's also, it's also very violent. Uh, it's also very dark at times. It has, it has tremendous dark humor. It, it's a real fun cops versus robbers, uh, uh type ride. Uh, it, it's cool. It's cool. I, uh. As global media ombudsman, I can uh, I can uh, recommend uh, Money Heist. I, I'm certainly uh, I don't regret the time I took watching it. It's basically uh, uh, season one and two are are the first heist, and then seasons three and four are part of part of a second uh, operation. Uh, but the problem with three and four is is, is they could have cut those episodes in half. It, it, you kind all in all, the story's fantastic, but they, they take it a little too long telling it. Other than that, other than that, that's my uh, that, that's my only great. But it, it's still fun. It's still fun. Yeah. Well done, characters. It's good. It's good. Oh, is there a... What's the next one? Um, oh, is... Uh, oh, finally. I, uh, I asked yesterday, Fishby, if there could pretty please be a question about TJ... Uh, in the bowl, and, and there and there wasn't. So today there is one, and it's not really uplifting nor positive about TJ, which we'll get to. Um, is Tijuana really the deadliest city in the world? It depends. I I don't believe it's 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 the deadliest i mean i mean the deadliest city has to be has to be like like somewhere in like syria doesn't it doesn't that have to be the deadliest city um there i have seen a list recently where tj was ranked as uh the most violent uh city in the world and that that's a scary proposition i believe last year there were over 2700 murders which is which is a lot but but I've also I've also seen other lists where um and this is probably more accurate the 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 most dangerous city uh Caracas Venezuela is uh is crazy dangerous. I I mean I mean they're in the middle of huge uh, civil unrest, upheaval, their their, their economy is, is is a disaster. Uh their uh, their their dictator uh, Maduro was a disaster. Uh it, it's terrible there. And and also um I have a, I have a, I have an associate who uh, whose job is um, to basically work outside of the United States, and we were having a talk about this, and we kind of uh, with uh, without any factual data whatsoever, uh, we kind of theorized that um, there is so much violence in the uh, in the barrios in the in the in, in the slum part of, of of Rio de Janeiro and Brazil. And we both, again, with no factual data whatsoever, just just bold extrapolations out of our imagination, that uh, that Rio is um, 
the most dangerous, but they intentionally suppress those numbers because so much of the Rio economy, you know, is based on international tourism. So it's in their economic interest to keep those numbers as low as possible. TJ is just a little, a little, a little too close to America to, uh, to, uh, to hide those numbers. So I love TJ though. I, I love it. And Yeah, everyone. Everyone should go. Everyone. What well, more, more? More on that uh, some other time. We still have a, a few other questions here. But... I love TJ. I I, I cannot wait uh, till till there's a vaccine or we've reached herd immunity or even they've just opened up uh, uh, the Mexican border to. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's open, but only to essential travel. Uh, I believe uh, at this point. So. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, Faxi. Uh, next up, uh, I believe this is question four. How is Trump's Juneteenth campaign rally in Tulsa a good thing? Hold on, what? How, how is it a good thing? We went through the reasons it was a, it was a bad thing uh, yesterday. How's it a good thing? Turn it around on me. Um, this is a real stretch that the pandemic isn't so deadly that, that, that sober people of, of quasi right mind will will go to, uh, to to fill an arena um, and have to sign a sign a waiver that uh, if, if, if they or someone they came with dies, uh, they promise not to sue or get sick. Um, uh, uh, also too, I don't think, um, you know, especially, uh, not to pick on South, but public education, uh, in the South has a tendency to leave out a lot of, uh, uh, racial history in American history. And it's, uh, I, I mean, that massacre over, 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 over 300 people, uh, uh, in, in one of the most successful, if not the most successful, like, like core like like black community like in the nation that's in 1921 just <sighs> I mean it, that it that it that we're talking about um that massacre and that's usually not what uh, gets talked about on on uh, on Juneteenth and I think that's timely so I think uh, I think that's a good thing right we, it's important that uh, cuz if we don't know our history I believe we're condemned to build Igloos in our front yard out of dog shit. I believe that's the same. Did you watch Don's interview with Fox News' Harris Faulkner? Harris Faulkner. I saw clips of it. I might watch it later, but if I won't, I don't feel like I'm going to die. Uh, breaking news. You've never heard it before. Uh... If 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 you love someone, uh, grab your phone. Oh, it's already right there. The show got you, got you, got you. So anyway, since it's so close to anyway, and if there's someone you love, just just have your thumb uh, just ready, just ready to press, just ready to press their name because you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna uh, tell them that you just heard some pretty profound shit on the fishbowl. Uh, Don ain't right. President of the United States not right. Breaking here, you heard it, you heard it here first. 
What does it say about the president of the United States that he will not do an actual interview with an actual news source? I mean, and, 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 and Harris Faulkner. Oh my God. There's. Oh, well now I have. I don't know how Harris Faulkner considers herself to be a serious journalist. And let's Don say the shit that he says with 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 no with no pushback. And I can already hear a few of you yelling at me that Bob Don did an interview just within the last two weeks, it seems, with a reputable news outlet for the first time in a long time. He sat down and talked to ABC News David Muir. David Muir has he sure he's a he's a charming good-looking anchor on ABC News. But a little birdie told me that David Muir has a well-deserved reputation in the news business as somewhat of an airhead. And his interview with President Trump offered no pushback either. And you've got to believe that that is the reason, because uh, ABC News wanted the interviewer of Donald Trump a few weeks ago to be George Stephanopoulos, who's a fantastic political interviewer. Did he work in the Clinton campaign as a press secretary? Yes, yes, he did. But that was that was a long time ago. And he is very good at this politics shit. And because he's worked in it, he he gets what's going on in terms of public message and spinning. So he's an excellent political interviewer. They wouldn't do it with Stephanopoulos. They insisted upon Muir. Just, uh, just saying. And what is the, uh, what is the last question here, Fisher B? What's the last one? Question six. Really, uh, really, really booking through another one here. If you could change your name to anything, what would it be? If I could change my name to anything, what would it be? Believe it or not, it's not, believe it or not, it's not Gary, not Gary, not go with Gary. Um, you know what? Because in, uh, in Spanish and, and when, uh, and, you know, people around uh, native, uh, native Spanish speakers, or for me, really just, just Tijuana, um, or the Dominican Republic, I guess. But let's let, let's let, let's stick with TJ. Um, Bobby is or Bob is the very hard names to say because because in Spanish, those of you that took Spanish know or have Spanish friends that uh, that that, that uh, the, the 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 V or the B sound doesn't exist. Uh, B's are pronounced uh, with a V as in Victor. B as in boy becomes V as in Victor. So uh, uh, Bo- Bobby inevitably turns into Bobby. Like like a very awkward like strained like it's just it's just not natural sound for their you know it's uh, it's it's about as hard for them to say Bobby as it is, as it is for me to uh, roll my R's uh, correctly still still working on that um, but you know what I I think the mo- the most beautiful a name and it, so if you would start calling me this I'd sure appreciate it because I'll probably forget um, five minutes after the show it's kind of the way these things work. But, um, uh, especially with my last name, 
you, you just you, you take Bobby, but you pronounce it the way uh, they naturally want to pronounce it, which which would be Vovi. Vovi Van Dyne. Am I wrong or am I right? Vovi Van Dyne. That is that is that's the name of somebody. That Bob Van Dyne sounds stupid, but Vovi Van Dyne. That's the name of a podcast host who's going somewhere. Am I right? Am I right? Vovi. I would love it. I would love it. Like if if I ever really am fortunate enough to move somewhere where absolutely no one knows me. And early in TJ, when I go down there, I mean, I mean, like no one knows me other than some exotic dancers. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to go with Vovi. Even if I move to like Astoria, Oregon, I'm going to go like, uh, I'm going to introduce myself as Vovi. My real name, my birth, my birth name is Brian. Bob started out as like a bad joke when I was a freshman in high school and it, and it just stuck. So it's not like, you know, I mean, it's Brian Robert, but so it's, it's not out of nowhere, but still what's better, Bob? That's a, that's a, that's a clunky lift of a one syllable mess. That's what Bob is. But Vovi, oh, that is, uh, ooh, ooh, that warms the cockles like Vicodin and Coco. Am I wrong or am I right? Vovi, Vovi Van Dyne. I'll, I'll, can someone, Patrick, please, could someone just start, just, can we just go with that? Can we, can we please? We, it's my choice, my life. Great. That's, um, at 44 years old, that screams midlife crisis. And I don't, I don't feel I'm in one at all, but, but uh, changing your name, scream <laughs> at 44. Yeah. Now, now I go by Vovi. Anyways, uh, uh, sincerely, uh, sincerely wish you the best. Uh, this was uh, Summer of Strange uh, number eight. Uh, the executive producer and I are go- about to go to uh, a drive-thru by the name of Ron's. Since 1953, locally owned and operated, delicious uh, landmark here in Spokangelis. That's what we're off to do. Uh, sincerely wish you the best. Uh, uh, Lots of protests still going on. Remember, as we said for the first time ever last night, and I don't know, I don't know why we don't say it all the time because what a sticker is is this? Uh, and yes, I realize I reversed that and I did that on purpose, and it still came out very, very wrong. Um, give a hoot, don't you loot? <laughs> Thanks, Fishby. Adios.